good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Your Practice podcast, the podcast where I have the pleasure of simplifying the marketing and the mindset so you, the chiropractor, can increase your income, your impact, and your enjoyment in practice too. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about proof. We'll talk about why proof is essential, why it's essential that you share proof. I'm going to give you some of what the research shares there. We'll talk about what we're really trying to do by sharing proof digitally, in person, whichever avenue we have to be talking with people as well. I'm going to share with you 11 different strategies for you to add more proof to your marketing and your communication. Now, for those of you that think that proof is only about testimonials and maybe you're an Aussie or a Kiwi doc where you're not allowed to use testimonials, then don't worry, okay? There are plenty of different ways that we can show proof that's not going to upset our registration boards, that's not just about testimonials. And I have been trialing these with community influencer members throughout the year. And they're working wonderfully well. They're having people reach out from social media, raise their hand to book appointments. So proof, okay, what does the research show about proof? It's quite interesting in preparation for this. When buyers are looking to make a purchasing decision, proof, seeing different forms of proof, whether that just be reviews, whether that be case studies, whether that be testimonials, for most people is more influencing than price. So Instead of us discounting, perhaps being on Facebook, adding discount ads, instead of us focusing all the time at trying to be the cheapest, um, putting special offers out there, maybe in 2024, what you want to do is actually spend more time actually showing proof that what you do works as well. Okay. So fascinating research that's done there. Now, I want to, when we're doing anything, okay, we want to actually begin first with the end in mind. Why are we showing proof and what are we trying to reverse engineer? I think particularly with regards to social media or communication, again, whether it be that we're doing a corporate talk, whether it be that we're doing a community screening, anything like that too, what we're trying to reverse engineer is a conversation inside our, uh, our potential patient's head that says something like this, you seem like a nice person, you look like you have a plan, it seems to work for others, maybe it'll work for me. Let me say that again. You seem like a nice person. You look like you've got a plan. It seems to work for others. Maybe it'll work for me. Now this, it seems to work for others. That's what we want to reverse engineer. You want to be doing all of those things online and throughout coming episodes, I'll break it down in terms of how do we achieve all of those. But in today's episode, we're going to be talking about that. It seems to work for others. Maybe it'll work for me. Now, proof does several things. Let's break down the different components that proof does. I'll share 10 different things that it does for you. First of all, we understand that it builds enormous amounts of trust. So demonstrating real results fosters trust in potential patients who are seeking out a chiropractor. Okay, they're looking for an option. You know, when we're online, we're incredibly skeptical, and we should be too, because anybody can be an expert online. In healthcare, there needs to be an element of of skepticism as well. and By showing proof, by letting people know that what you do works, showing them evidence of that as well, it really helps to build trust. It enhances credibility. So showing evidence of successful care validates your expertise. Number three, what it does is it differentiates you from your competitors. So when we're showing proof, it sets you apart. So most, when you look at what most chiropractors are doing online is terrible to begin with. And those that are online, often what they're doing, many of them are just running Facebook ads, as I talked about beforehand. So it'll differentiate from you. So if you're in a crowded area where everybody seems to be running Facebook ads, pivot, 
do something different. Just show proof. Let the community know that what you do actually works. It changes people's lives. It helps them. It gets them a health result and that people look happy that they've made a decision to come and work from you. So showing proof really differentiates you from other chiropractors as well. Proof also educates patients. When we want to go about, because we want to teach all the time, and teaching is important, but if all you're doing is teaching, then people will perceive you as a teacher. And sadly, I've said this beforehand, the world doesn't really value teachers like it ought to. But when you show proof, it positions you as an expert as well. So proof actually educates people, all right? There are many different ways that we can go about educating people. Number five, we touched on this before when we were talking about trust, that what it does, but it also number five here, it overcomes skepticism. Concrete evidence helps to address skepticism and misconceptions about the effectiveness of what we do as chiropractors. So the world, again, there's a low level of trust that they have in, in us as chiropractors and a high level of skepticism, mostly because of just crap that, you know, the medical decision, medical profession has been doling out for a number of years there also. Showing proof actually really encourages referrals. So interestingly, when we ask a practice, me- a practice member to put together a testimonial, it actually enhances their experience as well for them to sit down and actually write it out or share it or have a photograph taken from you. This person it embeds this in there to it, strengthens the relationship, and it actually will increase the likelihood that they will refer to you. Number seven here, it lets the community know who you help. Okay, so by showing diverse range of cases from you know, maybe it's different age groups, maybe it's people with migraine headaches, maybe it's performance, it's athletes, it's little kiddos with a different range of things too. It educates, as we talked about before, what you help and how you help and who should come and see you. It absolutely will inspire confidence from new patients as well. Seeing other people achieve the result will help me feel inspired that I can do the same thing, particularly if I'm struggling. And maybe what you want to do, one of the things I used to love to share is that when I had a practice member that was a little bit frustrated about the length of time that it was taking for them to get well, I love to share case studies of other patients who were in a similar situation, that were struggling, that were then persisted through it, and here's the results that they got. So they can learn vicariously through somebody else as well. It facilitates engagement. So showing proof content online really helps to elevate engagement because it's it's a form of storytelling. And so when you're sharing proof content, you'll get more people interacting, more people engaging. So it will really help the reach of your content. And number 10 here is it demonstrates continuous success. So if I'm to look back over your socials over the last 12 months, if there's just an overwhelming weight of proof through there too, it really does position you as an authority and an expert. It says this was not just a one-off hit. You weren't just a one-hit wonder rather as well, is that you're just showing continuous success. So it'll do all of those things and a whole bunch more. So how do we show proof? What are some of the ways that will help you position yourself, increase trust, decrease skepticism, have somebody saying, hey, listen, if it works for others, maybe it'll work for me. Let's go through these. And as I mentioned at the very opening of this episode, yes, we'll talk about testimonials, but there are many of these things that you could absolutely do if you're an Aussie or a Kiwi chiropractor where you can't share testimonials. So as I'm going through, I'm going to share 11 of these. Start to think about which ones of these could I easily do? What could I start to implement? Maybe which ones am I already doing well and how can I do them better? And let's start with the most obvious one. 
let's just start with sharing testimonials. <clears throat> now, a testimonial can look like many different things. It can be just a photograph of the patient and you share the story. But testimonials work best in a video format and testimonials work best when it's the patient saying it themselves. So not you relaying the words. We'll talk about that later, but the patient actually saying the words themselves. Now, there are several elements that go into creating a great testimonial, but one I want you to make sure that's in it is what's at stake. We really become engaged because a testimonial is a form of story. And we become engaged in any story, any movie, any book, when we know what's at stake for the hero. So somebody came along to you, maybe it was a, um, a, a family with a little one that was having a whole bunch of learning difficulties, struggling at school, struggling with their friends. And when the parent actually shares what was at stake if they didn't get this problem solved, that's when we link, that's when we connect ourselves, that's when there's a bonding happening. You know, maybe you're sharing a case study of somebody that a testimony of somebody who had migraine headaches. What was at stake if they didn't get this sorted? Maybe they're going to lose their job. Maybe their marriage was breaking down. Maybe they're having a hard time, you know, being a parent the way they wanted to. You know, what was at stake? So make sure that you include that element inside of there too. So testimonials, video is what works best, but if you can't do video, then just take a photograph of the practice member and then write it out. These are great things for you to share, not on social media, but if you can, they should be shared everywhere. Okay. So if you're doing a, in-person uh, uh, presentation there, a corporate talk, share it there. Tell You could retell the person's story, but maybe you could write it out there and have quotes from the person um, along with a photograph as, as, as well. So certainly a great thing for you to be on your website. Now, similar to uh, a testimony, one of the things that we could do is just show before and after. So this has very little to do with the actual patient. They don't have to do anything, but you could just take a before and after of their posture, their x-rays, range of motion, uh, you know, anything that has changed significantly. Now, when you are choosing, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're choosing something to have a before and after, we want to, if possible, choose something that makes sense to our community. Now, sometimes I'm a huge fan of um, the subluxation station, the insight, uh, so EMG, thermal scanning, heart rate variability. And I see a lot of chiropractors show before and afters of those. Now, some of those tests are really visually obvious what it should be. So, for instance, even if you're just showing a heart rate variability, this is not a test that has that is obviously valuable to most people in the community. If you talk about heart rate variability, they know what heart rate is, but they don't know what heart rate variability is. So we need to do some explaining of this in the caption, why this matters, that they were out of the box and now in the box. You know, so but if we can show posture before and after somebody who had a hunched posture, now they're standing up much better. There are certain things that people are a lot of uh, explaining. So the more obvious that it is visually, the easier it is to explain. Clarity is really important. Now, this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be showing tests like heart rate variability or any other test too, but it just means they might need some explanation. So before and afters, maybe it's just a leg length difference. Um, you know, is it something that somebody could do? You know, maybe you did a, um, a, a different orthopedic testing, a Fakuda's test. Trendelenburgs, whatever it is, Trendelenburgs, where somebody can balance balance tests. If you can show before and afters, it's a great thing to be able to, um, to do there as well. Maybe what you're going to do is share a case study of the week. And again, this is like doing a testimonial, but um, it doesn't involve the patient at all. So instead, you're just going to put the video in front of you and you're going to share a case study. This week, we're talking all about little baby Lucy. She came in to see us because of persistent ear infections. Um, here's what we've been doing over the last three months and here's the results that she's getting now. You could share that. Now, while you were sharing that, 
what'll add to the weight of that case study is if you could pop up some pictures of little baby Lucy and maybe videos of you actually working uh, with her as well. Now, that's not something that we could do here as an Aussie doc, but going back, showing before and after photos is absolutely something that we can do, okay? Improvements in posture, changes in x-ray, changes in scan tests, changes in range of motion. Now, be careful in terms of what you make this mean in the captions, but we absolutely here in Australia could show before and afters, okay? So a case study or a case of the week is you talking about a patient and telling the story rather than the patient talking about it themselves. Now, one of the ways that we can show proof tangentially is by sharing research. And so maybe instead of you telling a story about an ear infection case, what you could do is you could go over to the research, uh, the, the, go, over to, go over to the research, there you go, that's good use of English, but you could do a search for research, looking at case studies and case series, and you could share research. There's plenty of really great websites that will help you with this, and you can just talk your way through it, because research brings about trust and authority and credibility, and it shows proof. And if appropriate, you could say, we see lots of these things in our practice also, okay? So just sharing general research. And number five here is actually sharing published case studies. So rather than looking at case series, you can just go to a case study. And again, this is something that we could absolutely do as an Aussie doc and something that I've been teaching community influencer members to go through to how to put together a really great case study video. Now, what's important with this particularly if you're an Aussie doc, is that you will need to let the uh, uh, audience know, hey, listen, this is a case study. And then in the hierarchy of evidence, it's a lower one there as well. So one person getting results with this doesn't mean that everybody. So you just need to have you know, some form of, um, just tell them the whole story in around it there too. And this will make sure that you won't get in trouble with regards to your registration. But you absolutely could be putting together a case study video. Now, when you're doing that in any showing research, what you should do is Print out the research, have it there in front of you, have it circled and highlighted and things pointing to it as well. This will help to brad to the weight of it as well, okay? You could simply just show videos of you adjusting. Now, this is, a, at the very least, regardless of where you are in the world, you absolutely should show your work. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to have be showing crack videos, that you have to have microphones kind of tap to pe or tape to people's necks and their butts. These videos work just as well with no sound at all, but just a really beautiful background sound. So show videos of your work. And now the best way to do this, along with, along with it showing your work, is show the face of the patient immediately after their adjustment or during the adjustment, if appropriate. So a great chiropractor by the name of Tim Leeming. There's a great video that he has where he's doing a seated cervical adjustment there too. And immediately after the adjustment, the look that's on this practice member's face is just, it's beautiful. It's serenity. She just lights up there too. Now, he doesn't have to make any bold claims about what the adjustment did, but I see this person being adjusted. They look so happy and wonderful and thrilled afterwards that it helps to build trust and authority. Okay, it shows proof in amongst that too. And this is where we start to share, depending on where you are in the world, you could share a whole bunch of details in terms of why this person came to see you, what results they got after their adjustment. But it could also be if you're adjusting somebody's neck or middle back there too, you could say, hey, listen, this adjustment here helps to release tension through the middle part of the back. And we see this a lot this time of the year because it's Christmas, New Year period. There's a lot of extra tension that's going on. This adjustment is fantastic at releasing tension through here. If you've got tension in this part of your spine, 
and you'd like to see if chiropractic care can help you, you can give Mackenzie a call on 9646-1414. We're showing the adjustment there too. We've shown a happy patient's face afterwards with them smiling. Maybe you give them a big hug if that's what you do. And in the captions, we've talked about what this adjustment do, does, how it helps, and then we've invited them into the practice, okay? So videos of you adjusting. And if the sound is turned off, just put a nice music in behind it. I've seen this done really well where people show their entire adjustment, but they speed it up. So maybe their entire adjustment takes five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is there too, but they speed it up so it fits in. These videos here, these adjusting videos, ideally we want these to be less than 30 seconds. So you could speed it up, put some nice sound in behind it there too, and add to it with a caption. Now you could do exactly the same thing, but instead of it being a video of you adjusting somebody, it could be a photograph. Okay, so just take a photo. Um, you know, you could have a staff member come in, a CA, just take a whole bunch of photographs. Of course, with all of these, make sure that you ask for permission, but you'd be absolutely surprised how many patients are absolutely thrilled to help you out with this. So videos of you adjusting, and number seven is photographs of you adjusting. Um, and again, the caption could be just something as simple as, you know, helping people live a healthier life, you know, another happy client. These are the simple things that we can put in there just to add a weight of proof there, okay? Now, along with this, another thing that I've seen lots of chiropractors do, again, we talked about Tim beforehand. His practice recently had um, a, a, an appreciation month. And so their social media was just full of photographs of their patients, not actually being adjusted, but, you know, the chiropractor's giving them a hug, standing next to them, smiling with them, um, you know, shaking their hands and just, you know, smiley, happy people in there. It's social proof. When we see that there's a whole bunch of people going, they're looking like they're having a great time. This is where we start to think, hey, maybe I could go there also. So they're really simple ones. You know, for you Aussie docs out there, videos of you adjusting people, photographs of you adjusting people, okay, or just photographs of you with your happy patients. All three of those work. Now, along with this too, these all people's posture, running your scans, you know, of you doing your assessments as, as well. Now, I've seen also chiropractors create these great little videos of, you know, what patients did we see today? You know, they got the end of their shift, their morning shift there, and they've created a video that says, hey, man, we just got to the end of a fantastic shift here. I'm about to go off for a workout lunchtime, and I want to tell you about some of the patients that we saw this morning. You know, we had a 87-year-old woman who was coming in to see us because of blood pressure issues. We had a 45-year-old athlete who's about to do a triathlon this weekend who was coming in for a tune-up beforehand. We had a little three-year-old come in and see us who has had difficulty sleeping and going to the loo. So these are ways that we could just share the cases of who we've seen for the morning as, as well. We can, in our educational videos, so that was number nine there too, in our educational videos, we can also use social proof. So it could start off a video that says, hey, listen, in today's video, I want to share with you the three things that we do when we have patients with migraines to come and see us. Now, what we're doing from that is a little bit more subtly. We're saying, hey, these are the things that we do when migraine patients come to see, uh, to see us, and these are the things that help them get results. So again, that introduction of the video might be, hey, in today's video, I want to share with you the three things that we do to help our migraine sufferer patients get results naturally. So that's another way that we can, just using social proof language, in our educational videos. And then finally, number 11 here is that you could be just sharing reviews. So hopefully one of the things that you're doing is encouraging your practice members to leave Google reviews or Facebook reviews or Yelp reviews, whatever works for you. I think probably the most weight sits on Google reviews. But once you get those reviews, what you could and should be then doing is reposting those everywhere, sending them out in your emails, you know, creating a video about that review, 
posting that review to your Facebook page, posting that review over to your website. Again, this is not something that us Aussies can be sharing them everywhere, but we should be encouraging people to leave reviews. So that's 11 different ways that we can share social proof. So let me just kind of summarize those, summarize those again, okay? Asking and videoing our patients to do testimonials. Huge weight that comes from those. We could be showing before to after videos and or photographs as well. We could be sharing a case study of the week or the month as well. We could be sharing research, okay? We could be sharing a published case study. I know that's research, but the particular sort of, of research. We could be showing videos of you adjusting. We could be showing photographs of you adjusting. And again, whether it's adjusting or doing your uh, uh, part of your examination there too. It could be just photographs of you with happy patients. You could be creating a video that shares, here's who we saw this morning, this week, this last month there too. You could be just using social proof language in your educational videos. And then finally, what you could be doing is just sharing reviews. Now, it's not a matter of which one of these do I choose, but we want to be using as many of these as possible that you can implement and that won't get you in trouble with your registration board, okay? The more proof that you can show, the more confidence that your community has, the more trust, the more we can decrease skepticism, okay? The greater number of people that will be coming in to see you. Remember what we're wanting to reverse engineer, it's our community saying, they seem like a nice person. They look like they've got a plan. It looks like it works for others. Maybe it'll work for me. Again, let me say this again. People value proof more than they value pricing. They will pay more if they feel confident that you can help them get a result. Your community needs you sharing more proof, folks. Okay. Now, if you're confused about this, if you need a little bit more of a hand and a support, then jump on over to Instagram, my socials, send me a DM there as well. I'll help guide you through this. There's 11 different ways that you can share proof and save a whole bunch more lives. Folks, as always, thanks for all that you do. Keep saving lives. See you back here next episode. Bye. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out my Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work with you to help you apply it, implement it, and systemize it. The Community Influencer Group Coaching Program is designed to help you increase your practice income, impact, and enjoyment. Join me over at anguspike.com forward slash join. That's anguspike.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you there.